hello hello beautiful souls today is april 18th 2021 the vibrations of number nine nine is actually my um uh number in numerology and nine uh is about a full circle completion integrity wisdom it's like coming back into all the things that you have done and acquired um, dharma your purpose in life so if you've been following me in facebook or youtube i've rebranded myself however you call that branding <laughs> i just became became me i had a full circle of my full name which is Maria Teresa Shalsita. And so I had the story in uh, YouTube. You can find it at Tessa Mystic Angel. So my audacious goal is to bring this um, lovely energy and vibration, the inner child, the funny, wise Maria Teresa in Philippines and all this ripples in the universe hmm, that's cool <laughs> so you're probably laughing with me or at me this is life okay so i've been here 40 years in uh the northern hemisphere and <laughs> what i learned from here is confusion uh because in the Philippines, when you are spiritual, they don't have this uh, separation. So, for example, I grew up when I was a child. I grew up in Paranaque, uh, in Manila. And in the morning, we have a, um, a neighbor and his... Uh, I remember Dr. Santos. <laughs> I grew up in... Santos Street in Tambo Paranaque and there was a Dr. Santos who's our dentist. In the morning, he's um, fixing teeth and at night around maybe six o'clock, the neighbors are gathered around him, watching him, performing exorcism. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is my uh, childhood. <laughs> So I grew up watching people being exercised and it, it, it was fun for me. I didn't have any negativity or any, like really any judgment on this. But so I knew it. I knew there is entity, there is spirit. And basically my mother is the most shamanic woman that I've known. I look back at my childhood and I realized, oh my gosh, she was actually doing energy healing. So my mom, Ramona, Ramona, I hear the mission bells above. Ramona, they're singing out our songs of love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, that's my... Papa singing to my mom. I grew up with a father that has a voice of an opera singer. And he 
belches out his voice in our huge house. It's like this Spanish heritage home. Can you visualize that? It's a perfect scenario for a little girl like me watching all of this happening simultaneously. The artist family, my dad sings, serenades my mom. The air is filled with love and awe. <laughs> and my mom have this huge uh, feast for the family because we're 10. But she also adopted the nieces and nephews of her two sisters. So I grew up with a strong community sense of living in, on earth. So my mother has two aunts that uh, support each other and uh, they bring the children back and forth together. And it was such an amazing time. I really am so fascinated with my childhood. And now I look back and my mother was such a pillar of strength, courage, resilience. Oh my God, what an amazing woman. So this is about her, I guess. Ah, my mama. Hmm. So my mother had all these attributes, but the only thing that uh, she didn't have was to, uh, to ask for forgiveness. So when my father molested me, I ran to her and she denied me. She said I was having a nightmare and that this is not true. And then she left me and abandoned me to my aunt in Gapanwe Visia and they went back to Los Angeles at 15 after abortion and molestation. So here I am a zombie because uh, they took me to a psychiatrist which fed me uh, antipsychotic drugs, four tablets, four times a day. I know this because I'm a nurse now. I became a zombie and I couldn't function in school. They hide me, literally, pull me out of this uh, Catholic school, St. Paul's, Paranaque, and uh, took me to Gapanwe Visia in Divina Pastora. So while I was in the school, I was just a zombie. And I entered this huge, beautiful church, Divina Pastora. It is actually a miraculous church. It's visited by thousands of people every May 1st. It's a pilgrimage to go there. So I grew up there. And uh, I mean, every year I go there and I just felt this amazing, beautiful love from Mother Mary. Because uh, this is like a Divina Pastora, the divine pastor. So she appeared with this uh, farmer. And so she's like the, the shepherd as a Mother Mary. And I would close my eyes and my, my sight would be filled with red, red colors. And now I realize I was healing my root chakra. So red, red is the color of strength, foundation, security, and stability. So a lot of people that are hurt, uh, are hurting, are because of this uh, instability in your foundation. So you haven't fully acknowledged yourself because you were uh, running on a, uh, 
kind of like a zombie you know like a unconscious mind because of the pain that uh, your family had instilled in you the judgments the sufferings the challenges however that manifests in your lifetime those are the things that we need to uh, study accept acknowledge so those are also your initiations so today I was writing about this um, chapters on how you can fully embrace your full self because when we get traumatized there are imprints in the spiritual realm in that timeline in the akash that you left as a fractal of your soul so that fragment we need to anchor it back to our emotional mental etheric astral physical body so that's a layer of your holographic field your hologram to be fully embraced understood and functioning in this current timeline so all of this is a multi-dimensional uh, ways of healing and seeing the over uh, over self so these are all like archetypes the templates that you have been living in many timelines for example i would dream and i would hear the voices of the saints so at this um uh, timeline that I'm expressing okay I'm gonna share this uh, beautiful experience so for eight years I was nursing night night shift in uh, New Vista there were 27 people that died within a month so that's probably like a, a month of July and during that time, I was a, a faithful devotee of Our Lady of Mercy. I studied the autobiography of um, uh, Saint Faustina. And she actually is the first uh, saint that uh, is the canonized in the uh, 21st century. While, while she was being... Um, celebrated i was at um the mission in uh, saint benedictine's abbey doing a retreat with the spiritual group i remember that time it was like april and it was so beautiful and they announced about her sainthood because i was a devotee of her work I studied her autobiography and I, I, was, uh, I was saying the prayers of Divine Mercy every 3 o'clock in the evening, afternoon, I mean, and then at 3 o'clock in the morning because I was a nurse. So I was, it felt like I was a nun holding this rosary, walking around the Alzheimer's unit. And lo and behold, people were dying. And in that nursing home, they're, they're aware of me. So they will call me and just really bless the, the room, bless the person. And uh, I'm there when they pass on. So my, my, my duty as a soul is to be a gate, a portal 
for the elders so they will transition with love. No one should transition with fear because that's the karmic cycle when we do not pass on to the other uh, consciousness that we have loved or be loved. So I guess this is like a, a continuation of all these mis mysteries that I've encountered with the saints. And I don't really <laughs> publicly broadcast this, but it is time. It is time because I'm, I'm creating the many faces of Maria Teresa and I'm revealing these uh, saints' experiences. And so, yeah, it was so profound. And so I went into the basement, no fear, and I asked uh, Saint Faustina, is this the work of divine mercy? And I received this uh, beautiful voice. She sang to me and she sang, The healeth of thy world. Healeth of thy world. Healeth of thy world. And I also dreamt of her, like probably two or three times. And so I was, um, I was in that Our Lady of Mercy Church, and I, I, I created, I volunteered to pick up um, kind of disabled, challenged uh, people to go to church, and then I also gifted the Divine Mercy uh, picture, like a six-foot picture of Jesus, with blood and water. That's the that's the image. So it's like the blood and water of Jesus. And I have a lot of visions about this. So it's all coming back now because I'm going to write it. So I have this picture in my living room. That was given to me from, this picture is from Germany. Obviously, it was just meant to be in my home. It was a gift. And one of the apparitions of Jesus in my life was that uh, the Divine Mercy's picture was morphing and I was feeling all his pain and suffering in my visceral mu muscle, in my body, while I was talking with um, a person that I, I lead, you know, I help, who was blind. I think her name's Gloria. So it felt like, you know, I had a witness uh, with me when I was suffering and feeling the pain of Jesus Christ, the divine mercy. So it is a very uh, sacred story that I had with Jesus because um, it brought me back to uh, a lot of past lives that I had as a nun, as a cloistered nun, as a, a writer in that, uh, in that timeline. And my name was actually uh, uh, brought, confirmed from uh, Maria uh, Teresa. Teresa is the Saint Teresa of Avila from Spain. And then my ancestors are actually from Spain. My great-grandfather is from Northern Basque, Spain. So, yeah, this is so beautiful. Like, I've, I've uh, embraced, acknowledged 
my uh, my name, which I was had been hiding because I didn't want to be a saint in this lifetime. And what is a saint, you know? Because I I I humble myself. Like I'm too small for this work. That my consciousness as a human being is humbled. But God or the universe or my soul will never be at peace if I don't share this kind of revelation. This kind of uh, raptures, ecstasy, tantric um, union. So it's a sacred tantric union with the saints. Because when, when, um, when your tradition, that consciousness that you come from, for example, for me it's Catholicism, then you are a, a part of that Akash. So as you incarnate here, you have that template. You have that imprint of Jesus consciousness. And so you are a part of Mary Magdalene's collective like the women that are sexual and, and had been judged like a whore. So this is a huge, um, a huge kind of like a amalg- amalgamation, completing the cycle of this archetype template of the divine um, mother. We started from Divina Pastora, that shepherds us back to our honor, honorable self. That we are never tainted in the eyes of the universe, in the eyes of God. We, as humans, put the, the suffering into ourselves because we were unconscious of the divine love. Because the divine love is non-judgmental. So as a human being, we have so many imprints of the reptilian brain, which is like uh, the survival. We are part of the animal kingdom, the evolution of the mammalians, reptilians, right? So now that we are in a position that we needed uh, acceleration, because we are a part of this, um, you know, shift. We have to just stay humble, be still, and know that you are always uh, guided where you are. And bloom like a flower, like a rose. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm going to continue all of these revelations as I write this book. I love you all and have a beautiful Sunday. Namaste.